Hello, folks. This is the Samurai Who Talks podcast with me, the Samurai Who, talking to you. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about random things that I've been looking at. I've been looking at them for a while, but I just wanted to bring them up because hmm, this is fun stuff. Uh, and this is more like a mismatch compilation episode without with me compiling everything that I've been interested in. Maybe we'll call it uh, What's New Samurai Who? <laughs> I love Scooby-Doo. Um, so yeah, just watching, uh, Lord Eris, uh, avoiding the puddle, dope as always, it's fun watching him play horror games, except when I get jump scared, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of the past year plus, I've been watching uh, Forgotten Weapons a lot with Ian McCollum. That's a dope show. I know it's about guns, but eh. the way he portrays them is uh, fun. It's not political. It's not. It's the same with TFB TV, which I've recently watched, and I enjoy uh, James Reeves' uh, humor. So. Uh, if you enjoy um, learning about firearms and um, uh, history, then I would recommend Forgotten Weapons with Ian McCollum. Uh, he goes over all sorts of weapons, not necessarily forgotten weapons, but, but almost entirely firearms. Uh, uh, let's see here. What was one of my favorite ones? I love all the weird guns. Like uh, the G11 and all that stuff. I can't think of my favorite episode at this point. But I do like his funny, cringy bits that he throws in every now and again. I love his gun tours. uh, Gun uh, manufacturing tours. But uh, if you want humor, TFB TV uh, for the past... Uh, most of them with James Reeves, I would recommend. They're they're pretty funny. Like uh, there was a meme. He he's like uh, he insults his uh, audience. It's funny to me because he does it in a very um, uh, like I don't know, like old school funky way. I like it. He seems like a chill dude. Um, what other things have I been watching? Oh yeah, uh, so it's been a while. So last year, I was introduced to this, no, two years ago? I was introduced to the concept of Bardcore. Bardcore is when you, uh, take, well, recently, uh, I've only listened to covers that are using Bardcore. So they, so some artists like, uh, Cornelius Link, uh, Hildegard von Blingen and Stan Tuff. Uh, they take songs that are popular or like rock songs or whatever 
and they make it like into like uh middle ages type of track instead and that that's just pretty fun to me one of my favorites is uh pumped up kicks uh uh in bard core there's also one where there's someone took i think cornelius link did the original either that or hilde i i should write these notes down but um then someone sang it in like uh, old english so that's pretty cool i'd recommend you check that out if you have time and you're interested in learning what bard core is like i think they use a Gurdy? That's the instrument where you have like the lever. No, no. The the crank. And then it looks like a weird lute violin thingy. Yeah. Cool stuff. And, you know, there are a bunch of other songs I would recommend. But uh, we'll... I guess those are artists that I am going to feature in this episode, but uh, I'm planning on having a featured artist, a musical artist of the week at the end as well. Um, but yeah, cool. Wardcore. What else? What else do I got for you? Oh, uh, I think two months ago I finished control of the base game and i loved it uh it is a hidden uh secret uh, superhero game and it runs great i mean my computer is potato but i got it to run and it was pretty fun um last two months yeah so uh jesse fade it's the by remedy uh, they made uh, Alan Wake and uh, Quantum Break and uh, I think original Max Payne. Yeah, something like that. It's a fun game. The story is kind of weird. But for the most part, I'd say the game is about the mechanics and the mechanics work pretty nicely. I've killed myself a lot in that game uh, by falling. And I... Uh, I spent longer than the base time for um, on uh, how long to beat, so I'm uh, unfortunately slower than the average. But I was also like trying to find stuff and it, like turn around, it's like oh, it's right there, you know. I'm not very good at those like uh, finding things in games. Uh, and also fighting, I guess, when it's not FPS. Third person is a little bit challenging for me. But, you know, if you don't use third person, then you can't see the character. <laughs> Unless you have tons of mirrors, in which case it's like, why are there mirrors? Is this like a horror game? Or, you know? But, uh, yeah, Control. Uh, it's a fun game. Uh, maybe at some point I'll play the DLC. Probably not this year. Lots of things going on. Uh, cool. There, I've also been playing Crash Bandicoot a little bit here and there. I suck at platformers, especially 3D platformers. Uh, I've been streaming a little bit of it. Uh, not from the start, uh, of course, because I am a lazy streamer uh, at this point in time. But maybe, maybe, focus. 
Anyways, uh, I've I've been streaming it on uh, the Samurai Who uh, official on Twitch uh, every now and again. So if you follow me on Twitter, I post whenever I stream. So be alerted. <laughs> or you can just follow me on Twitch and you'll get an alert as well. I've also been playing uh, Squad a lot. Uh, I've toned it down this week, but uh, Squad is a uh, team-based, uh, squad-based uh, FPS where you do, it's, it's, it's what I'd say, if you know the game Insurgency uh, Sandstorm uh, or Insurgency and um, Arma armor franchise it fits neatly between those two ex uh, two uh games in um, difficulty and complexity in my opinion armor being more complex of course because uh, it's a simulator and uh insurgency having um especially sandstorm having some nice mechanics they're more advanced than the first game and generally more advanced than a lot of other games, especially when it comes to uh, audio and uh, gunplay. And, of course, uh, Battlefield and other games are complex in their own ways, but they're very arcadey uh, for for the sake of gameplay, I'd, I'd say, or money, more likely money. But uh, Squad is a very fun game. I play with uh, Red a lot. Uh, we don't stream it because our computers are potato. I've tried recording it, but it's uh, a lot. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll try streaming it. Last time I streamed it, it kind of crashed and burned, and it's all sorts of ugly. So, so that wasn't necessarily that fun, and I kept dropping frames. But um, there's funny antics that you can do in that game, because you need. Uh, it's basically uh, how one of my friends uh, played Overwatch. Just keep feeding resources, keep healing them until uh, uh, the team wins. Because uh, most of the time it's not 50 v 50, but it's very close to 50 v 50 whenever I play. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll stream it so that you guys can have a taste. Or you guys can watch like Moy Dog or uh, Karma Cut. Uh play it or uh Operator Drewski. I think he still does squad stuff. Uh, a bunch of the squad um uh YouTubers have been moving towards the uh, Arma simulators and uh, scenarios, so uh, but that's neither here nor there. They they've played a lot of squad, so and uh, was it? Yeah. So one of the so <laughs> yeah, like there was. If you know squad, then. Um, there is there. I was playing with Red. Uh, 
uh, or bargon rather yeah bargon yeah in the back of my mind I was like wait that's this other thing whatever but bargon spaceman that's that's who I was playing with uh there we were playing on uh goose bay no there was one of the maps where it's uh Canadians versus militia uh irregular militia and uh it was invasion and so basically invasion is one team uh defense points and the other team tries to capture them and in this game you can build bases and you can build equipment and stuff like that and uh my squad i called it uh bad leadership because i was squad lead and uh bad let's see here bad leadership slash uh backline and we were in the front line most of the game after the first point was lost and so we were just doing logi runs which are supply runs where you drive a truck with like supply points so that you can build or uh shoot so it's either ammo or construction materials and uh later in the game we got held we held points really long time but uh things kept uh getting pushed by like our squad upon squad of uh, Canadians and my squad was tiny so just kept getting overrun um but we held, we did a good job our our sniper was doing call outs our uh some of our guys were doing funny things like um uh which was fun of course like spawning behind the enemies uh unintentionally but it was smart play he was going to flank them um we our uh, logi guy uh bargon was doing so many logi runs that we had built a super fob which is a really big base so in normal fob you have a uh, like a spawn point, uh, a radio to set things up, so communication. But it doesn't actually do communication itself. It's just you need to build that, then you can build other stuff. Uh, it's like a command post. Uh, and if and and then you have an ammo crate, and that's a normal fob. So radio, uh, spawn point, and then ammo. But super fob is like tons of construction stuff, and you have all these defenses. But there was the our super fob was weird. This is the weirdest super fob I've ever seen playing the game, which is it had barbed wire completely surrounding. It was like pre-open point. It was like the second to last point, I guess. But it was so open that, but yet they filled it up with layers of barbed wire almost completely all around the area. I've never seen that before. And there was so much supply. I think it was over 10K of everything. And we won. Barely. Uh, but we won. The uh, it, it was... It was so crazy. I got the most kills I've gotten as a squad lead. 
and geez, that was crazy. There was a moment during the match where, uh, so basically, if enemies find your stuff, like your base, they're supposed to break it down with uh, shovels or uh, C4. And two enemies, so there, I spawned at our point, and then I saw an enemy sniper just walk by me, and then he didn't shoot me, but he looked at me, and so I shot and killed him. Then one of his friends came over, completely completely ignored me, didn't shoot anything, and then just stopped. So I killed him. That was a weird defense on a point. <laughs> On a uh, not not point, but uh, a base. So FOB is a forward operating base. Um, but yeah, squad's fun. At times it's frustrating. It's a very slow game. Uh, but yeah, there was also another match. Uh, I think two weeks ago, where Bargon and I were playing and we had uh what am I call it we were about to we joined a ga uh, game uh, mid match and the party system in squad sucks but uh that was in aside but developers sometime fix that that would be nice but they're adding helicopter uh, animations and whatnot making it more realistic but yeah, uh, we joined a game mid-match and we were about to lose. What happened was that we pulled through and we won. How we got there was that we pushed the enemies. I was playing Sniper. This was the best time I played Sniper. I got like uh, 18 kills. Confirmed kills. And... We we just did we just pushed them past their point of uh, their super base and then they were completely running they just couldn't handle it and we won by like thirty tickets which is very close if you know um, battlefield and stuff. Uh, I managed to learn how to do sniping with the SVD as a Russian because uh, Barga and I almost always get uh, play Russian because everyone chooses the uh, blue four faction first. So um, I guess Russians can be blue four. Uh, I, I, actually, we were invading, so it, we would have been the bad guy. Anyways, uh, I learned how to snipe better because I learned that uh, for the most part on the ranges that I'm able to hit, uh, I can't go past uh, about 300. Thankfully, uh, we were fighting insurgents, so I could snipe their gunners on the back of their guns. Uh, and that was amazing. I killed four gunners, I think, three or four gunners. Uh, and that saved my team a lot of guys. Man, it was... I think squad, once it gets ticking, you're just like... Wow, this is freaking crazy. Um, it, it feels much more... Um, 
uh, I guess, responsive in uh, the gunplay. I mean, there are times when it's just laggy as hell because people host their own servers. And sometimes my frames just drop for no reason. But I, I the fact that you can drop a guy with three rounds is crazy to me. So one guy can wipe out an entire squad and stuff like that. Uh, I think that was the same match where uh, no, it was there was a different match where um, no, that was the same match. No, was it? There was another match where I played in there. <laughs> I just see this insurgent uh driving into one of our habs and i was just thinking wow this is what's he doing and then he drove right in and then i shot him and i'm like okay why did he boom his motorcycle exploded and killed every one of our guys in the radius Also, Vargon's uh, an amazing magical driver wizard um, because one of our vehicles got stuck in like a uh, area where you're not supposed to have vehicles. Uh, vehicles count. Oh, uh, there, there are a lot of points if you lose them. So uh, basically, what happens is we were driving for like five minutes trying to get out of the stupid compound that somehow I got stuck in and then Vargon just drives straight up almost straight up a vertical a cliff with this giant military truck and gets out <laughs> it was it was eye opening physics like this in a world like this oh my gosh crazy um yeah, and there was one match as well where we played and all Bargon and I did were Lodgy runs. So we just supplied our team and we never lost the first point on Invasion. Never lost the first point. Uh, there's also a fun, so, uh, I learned that, uh, driving in squads, so here's a couple tips if you're not aware. Um, okay, now that I'm saying them, my brain forgot. Uh, space is handbrake. So if you're driving and you need to do a sharp turn, you use a handbrake. Uh, you can use it briefly and then, uh, you'll be able to do some uh, drifting and stuff like that in the big trucks. Um, in the, uh, also if you hold in, and that's in most vehicles, I believe. And in, uh, most vehicles, you, if you drive in your, you hold down shift, it, you'll stay in whatever gear you started holding shift on. So if you want to go really fast on gear five, I don't know how to drive, um, stick, but, uh, I think all the vehicles are manual, so. In the game, at least, they're simulated to be manual. So you can just stay in uh, fifth gear and uh, go real fast. Or you can go real slow and get the power. 
Um, I haven't tried testing that theory with the power, though. I hope it works, because then you can climb out a lot of stuff. Also, uh, remember to use uh, A and D if you're in a turret uh, weapon. Because uh, if you just move your mouse, you will go slow as um, going through molasses on a cold day uh, in Massachusetts. There we go. I think that was a Scooby-Doo reference. Something witches, ghosts, or something. Um, and then, uh, what other thing? Oh yeah, uh, if you have ammo in a Logitruck that's down, uh, you can switch to a crewman kit, repair it, and drive it away. That is a uh, crazy tech that I don't really see many people use, but then again, I've uh, been playing the game for a while. Uh, hours don't really matter in the game as long as you're learning the game and getting better. It's, there's no progression. No no even match history, no win-loss ratio. You're just... Unless there is uh, in stored somewhere that I can't find or can't bother to. It's a fun game in that each match is pretty much completely different. Uh, there was a match where uh, Bargon and I played and we were on a killer team. So we were in like the the, the uh, special ops team and we were just destroying all these enemies while the rest of our team um, was I think struggling um, is a nice way of putting it. There was yeah, sometimes you're just one squad taking out like three squads and then you look and you're seeing all your other guys just getting taken down left and right on uh, in different squads. Um, if you hear the term blueberries, yeah, that's that's the other guys. Um, I, I just like, uh, I don't think of it as a derogatory term. I think it's kind of funny and uh, kind of cute. Uh, blueberries. Uh, oh yeah, there's friendly fire. So, uh, and uh, misidentification of ally and enemy is a very common thing in the game, which makes it pretty funny until you get kicked. In which case, it's not as funny anymore. Or maybe it is funny. Just don't TK. And if you do, apologize. Um. And what other thing? Uh. Yeah, so, and then the match after we were in that, like, special ops, everyone, like, can get, like, 30 kills type of guys, uh, we fought against them, and that was utter hell, because <laughs> even though we were in a squad that was uh, relatively good, it just could not beat those guys at all that we were squad mates with the previous game. Those guys just destroyed our our forces, and when my squad fought three squads, we we were no match. We got destroyed. It's something that. Uh, so I don't know if this is a policy. I'm I'm still relatively new to squad. Um, I only really recently started playing a lot and getting better. Uh. 
you can just leave. There's like no penalty. I mean, it's unfortunate for the guys who are in your squad and stuff like that, but sometimes you gotta go because these matches can be like two hours plus. Sometimes they're 30 minutes. If one of my favorite modes is uh, skirmish, which is just a server filler, but it's pretty fun. You know, you just go in, you just it's just TDM basically. It's pretty fun. Um, invasion is one of my favorite. AAS is also fun. Uh, but I don't really like RAS, where it's um, AAS, which is uh, uh, capturing areas, but like both teams uh, capturing points. And uh, but it's random, but apparently it's not random, so it can be predicted. Uh, what am I doing? Talking about squad all the time. Uh, then I played a little bit of Guilty Gear, uh, Strive, yeah, lots of games to play, lots of things to do. Guilty Gear is pretty fun. I play Kai and Mei. I see you being, I can hear you being judgmental. Okay. I bet you are really judgmental right now. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, uh, this is going to be a chill podcast. I mean, it has been pretty chill. It's almost... Yeah. Um... Hopefully you guys are doing fun things. You guys doing fun things? Hmm? I ask as though I can actually hear you, but I can't. Because I'm a noodle. What are some games that you guys play? Like... I used to play Overwatch, Rainbow Six. I, I've been itching to play Rainbow Six. But I quit because it was too toxic. It was just not fun. And you're playing all the time and you get... Like... What you're doing is fighting against your own teammates, man. That's That's no longer fun. Most of my friends have Rainbow, but almost none play it. Yeah. I was hoping that the new Battlefield would be fun. I played the beta with Bargon, and... I know a lot of work was put into it. But the game's not fun to me. It's just not fun. I... Uh, like since playing squad my mind has shifted and I can't really get my mind behind how to play games like Battlefield anymore and just doesn't feel like what I would um, imagine a Battlefield game being which is uh, destructible environments um, uh, 
fun team play. It's just kind of weird because I guess the last time I played, it was like the Battlefield 4 demo all those years ago. But before that, I uh, played uh, Battlefield 3 a little bit. I loved it. I love Battlefield 3. Um, 4 seemed really good, but I just didn't have uh, Xbox Live back then. Gold. I didn't have money. If I, <laughs> imagine buying a multiplayer game and not playing multiplayer. What? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just feels like a uh, like a reskin of uh, Titanfall without mechs. Because like the movement and stuff like that is kind of weird for um, Battlefield, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, judging the beta on the what the release game will be is uh, unfair, but like the time period, like that crunch would be severe. And uh, I, I wish the developers well, because that seems like hell to fix. Um, also, uh, I mean, some of the gimmicks seem cool, like the rocket and the the storm thing, but it's. It's just a gimmick. It's just not not that fun. I guess those uh, crazy uh, uh, skillful s streamers can do cool things, but I can't. I just play and then just seems so monotonous. The reason why I like squad is that no match is really the same. And you can argue this, the that that same thing about Battlefield, but I find that it's just too similar. Can't seem to break away from that. But I wish them well. Um, I have a couple of friends that will be playing it, so I hope they have fun as well. But it's just not the game for me. It, it seems like every match is just, hey, shoot that guy, shoot that guy. Whereas in squad, it's like, you know, sometimes, yeah, you do need to shoot them, but you need to cover your guys. Whereas Battlefield just seems like every man for himself. And it's kind of weird that everyone can res. Because I remember that uh, you couldn't, only the medic could res, but then there's not really any classes. It's weird. It's also funny that they said they wouldn't have Battle Royale, but I guess they are? Yeah. Strange. But hey, you know, if, if Battle Royale works for them, it works. If it's fun and people will like it, then it's great. Like, I have no complaints about it. I've played uh, Battle Royale games before. Not really my thing anymore, but yeah, I mean, most of the time when you're playing a game, it's resource management and uh, execution. Uh, but uh, but one game that I've been really enjoying, I know this podcast is going on a bit long, is... Uh, uh, custom games. I didn't realize there were so many custom games on uh, uh, Master Chief Collection for Halo. 
and it's been pretty fun. Some of the modes are aggravating. Uh, some of the modes need tuning, but for the most part, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, I played uh, I I played on uh, Bargon stream while recently, but uh, when this episode goes up, I don't know when. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll hear my anger. Blah blah blah. Yeah, what's new, Samurai Hoot? That's that's what I've been up to. Other than uh, looking for a job and programming on occasion and streaming and hopefully drawing. And so we come to the same place recently. The musical artist of the week. Musical artist of the week. This week is uh, one of the bands that I, I like. It's uh, post-hardcore rock. Well, I guess it would be post-hardcore, to say simply. It's uh, Maths of Fermenting Drags. It's a Japanese group. Dope music, in my opinion. Uh, the featured track is Aoi Koi. Dai Dai No He. You got that? Yeah. If you look up Mass of Fermenting Drags, you'll you'll find the track. Uh if you search up uh, Aoi. So A O I, so it's like blue or something. Um But also I'd recommend some other tracks like uh I ran this through my head a few days ago. Um, Asahi, Asahi Nagu, Sugar, and New Order. All those, uh, three tracks that I just listed, they're pretty good as well. I feel like, uh, maybe these podcasts I'll start mentioning just people I like or, uh, things I'm watching or doing and maybe... Maybe that'll be fun. Maybe that's entertaining. If not, I'll learn from you guys. So, thanks for joining this episode. Still work in progress. And thanks for listening to me talk. Have a good one, guys. See ya.